Welcome to the Line of Sight Gaming Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 28 of the Line of Sight Gaming Podcast. I'm a zombie named Chandler, and <laughs> Brett's here. I'm here. I'm not a zombie. I got tons of energy. So Chandler's Chandler's a zombie. God, who am I even talking about? Jaden's here. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know where my brain space is at right now, this is basically me. Uh, yeah, hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, we are here to talk about games a little bit. I was out of country and am very jet lagged. So if I say anything that doesn't make any sense, that's basically what. Uh, so yeah. Uh, do we have, is there like news? That's the thing we do, right? Uh, I mean, we're posting daily articles, week daily articles mm-hmm. on our website, which is a new website now. It's lineofsitewargaming.com. It's not the one you go to to get this podcast yet. I'm working on moving it over. Um, yeah, and there's a bunch of new stuff over there talking about Marvel Crisis Protocol, 40K, Conquest. And if you want to submit stuff to us to post for you, there's a way to do that. Just click on the, the submit an article post and... Uh, follow the instructions, which are, I think, reasonably comprehensive and easy to follow. Very nice. And in in Brett news, I want to take advantage of our platform. So I found this awesome game called The Other Side, which is basically Malifaux, but fixed. Uh, Can't figure out how to buy it. I don't think anyone plays it. If anyone could help me with either of those things, I would appreciate it. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, Bueller? You'll be receiving, like... A message from a mysterious figure in the dark in three days. A game that looks good enough that that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Good enough. It's a good demo from anyone. Encrypted. <laughs> like I'm like, God, do I reinstall Vassal so I could play it? <laughs> no. Oh man, really? <laughs> that's where you're at. Jeez. Brutal. All right. So today. Uh, Brett kind of let's let's have Brett talk about what we're talking about today because this was your idea in the first place and it led to me putting a lot of hours into something very silly. So. <laughs> God, I wonder how many hours I have. So I watched someone play. So I heard about this game called Vampire Survivors, and it turned out to be free on Xbox Game Pass. So I watched it a little bit. I'm like, this game looks asinine. I don't mm, think I'm ever. It looks play terrible. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I eventually played it. And I'm at least 80 hours in. Like, jeez. And and I'm not joking that much when I say it's barely a game. Yeah, yeah. It's but simultaneously it's also, barely a game, but also a very good one. It's extremely <laughs> good, extremely well designed, and uh, so the reason I, I think we have to talk about it is that it is such a perfect textbook example of how if you nail the emotional feeling of how a game should be you don't need anything else yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah i'm gonna explain a little bit of what this game is because i think it's funny to have sleepy me explain it (laughs) um okay so vampires the the most basic way i can kind of describe it is this sort of it's kind of a bullet hell but like not really it's a, it's a reverse bullet hell, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, there's no bullets. <laughs> well, so you're making the bullet hell, and yeah. they're walking into it. Yeah. So basically, God, it is so simple. 
you're a character of some kind walking they're all, around. They're all Castlevania jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basic. Yeah, it's there's a lot of Castlevania like visuals in this, mm-hmm. except like lower quality. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, than but, the NES game. Than the NES game, yes. Uh, but you're you're just a guy walking around on a big, basically empty map, like. <laughs> There's really almost no terrain on like most of the maps. Like especially like the first map is just it's a field. Yep. That's the Wait, wait, it. stay with us. This is actually yeah. a good game. No, yeah, this yeah, this is like, the the cat the thing that's gonna make this interesting is that this is a good game and I'm gonna explain why it doesn't make any sense for a minute. So it's just a big empty field and there's just enemies spawning usually just outside of where you can see mm-hmm. and they just run at you. Like lots of them. And they're not even very fast usually. Like it's mm-hmm. they, they just they just creep towards you, and more and more of them spawn over time. And they're just walking at you, and they just follow you. They're dumb as hell. They just follow you around <laughs> <laughs> and spawn in all directions and try to get you. And if you're touching one, you take damage until you die. Um, however, you you get to kill those enemies. Well, surely Chandler. I get to like aim attacks and I'm yeah, like choosing. The first thing the first thing I did when I booted up was like, how do I attack? And then I attacked without doing anything, and I was like, What did I press? And it just did it again, and I was like, What's going on? Um you you don't attack, it just does it for you. <laughs> uh so for, as the example, you, you the first weapon you start with on the first character is the whip. And the whip is this kind of vaguely crescent-shaped attack that goes off to the right. Uh, it's it and up a little bit. It's got a very particular arc, but so it it just it hits a big area kind of to one side of you, and every couple seconds it just attacks, <laughs> and you walk around and it just attacks over and over again. And the first thing you kind of find yourself doing is like, okay, so I guess I need to make sure an enemy is on that side of me, right? And you start getting them to follow you around, and you hit one, and you kill a little bat, and he drops a blue gem. And, you, and blue gems you, are cool. And blue gems are great. Yeah, that's shiny. And you go stand <laughs> on the blue gem, and the big bar at the top gets more filled in. <laughs> the big pixelated bright yeah, red big, bar. Yeah, the, it's blue. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 big pixelate, the big pixely bar gets more filled in and that's exciting. i love filling bars <laughs> yeah so, so you go killing those guys makes the blue bar fill up i need to do that more times so you're gonna chase those bats around but they're coming for you and you'll find that if you move right you can kind of like corral them around because they just follow you mm-hmm. so you start doing little circles around them to like get them into little groups and then oh the whip hits lots of them at once when you do that <laughs> And then they make more blue gems and you stand on the blue gems and you get more experience. And then you fill the whole bar and you get to pick an item. And those items are usually a weapon. So let's say an example. Let's say you uh, get the, uh, I don't remember what they call it. The, like the, book. the King book yeah, yeah, King oh, Bible yeah. or something. I don't remember exactly what they call it. It's, it's, it's the King James Bible. I'm not sure what it. I don't remember the name. Um, and you're like, I picked that. And you're like, okay, nothing happened. I'm still attacking with a whip. But then a couple <laughs> seconds later, 
a book starts floating in circles around you, and that does damage when it hits an enemy. This is basically the theme of every weapon in the game. You don't attack at all. Everything just does stuff, and your job is to walk around. <laughs> you you don't attack. You don't really do anything. The only, you, you just try not to die while enemies are walking at you, and you try to get them clumped up, and you pick up the blue shinies. <laughs> so about 60 hours into the game, I found yeah. the first new mechanic. This is something really complicated. It's irrelevant to what I'm talking about. I just think it's so funny. But like, so there's this there's a weapon that charges up while you're walking and then fires off when when you stop. I figured out that you can take advantage of the joystick controls. So I normally use I normally move around with with WASD, uh, but you can use the mouse and click, and it'll be like, oh, you want to use the joystick, and it'll, you'll stand still for a split second. So you can click, it fires off, and then you can keep moving. <laughs> Like, yep. that's the mechanical depth of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so initially, it's really just playing off, like, dopamine hits of, like, oh, yeah. new, new weapon, hit lots of enemies with thing. This sounds like a and... million free apps that you can just download and watch yeah, ads to right. get through. It's... Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the thing is, though, that it actually gets, like, fairly complicated. And as you go through the amount of content in it is like actually bonkers like it's yes. silly i was like okay how much can you really get out of this game and then i was like there's just more stuff i keep unlocking more things and i don't mm -hmm. understand how it's happening i don't even think, um, you haven't gotten to secrets yet have you no I, i've only unlocked like three levels <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's ridiculous uh well um, is deep <laughs> yeah it keeps going so as an so as kind of like breaking it down a little bit more thoroughly so the the character you start as i don't, I don't remember his name i can't bring it up right now because it's on my other computer but um the character you start as is like guy with whip he just looks like um he, he looks straight up like just the og castlevania belmont character mm -hmm. um and uh every i think it's like five levels or, or ten levels i don't remember he gets a percent increase to his damage value and mm -hmm. that's basically it. He's, he's pretty straightforward. Um, you eventually, as you level up and uh, unlock, you know, yeah, as you yeah, as you survive longer, you start getting achievements, and the achievements are how you unlock new things. And uh, one of the big things that you unlock is new characters. Um, and like you make gold during the games to, to unlock the characters. Just, I want to point out, I think that's such great design that they show you what achievements you can go for and what it will mm -hmm. unlock because then you're like now i have a goal for this this time i'm playing I need yeah to what thing. the the loop of the game and it takes a little bit to even know kind of what your mm -hmm. play loop is because at first you're just like i don't know i run into the map and run around and survive <laughs> for a long time and have fun picking up blue shinies but then eventually you'll kind of notice the achievement menu mm -hmm. and you'll go oh i can like try to do thing i can play with like intention right yes. and that's where you start actually kind of making things happen is you're like okay i'm going to go into this one and my goal is i have to survive for like 15 minutes like that's mm -hmm. all i'm trying to do it doesn't matter what i do i just need to live for 15 minutes um because there's an achievement for that and it'll unlock a new character and the characters are all fairly simple a, a character pretty much is just a different starting weapon and one like usually kind of minor stacking special ability they they get they get very strong sometimes but uh it's like one of my favorites is they get um it's every like 
is it 10 levels, I think, or five levels, they get an increase to the amount of XP that they gain. Mm-hmm. Um, really simple. And then their, their starting weapon is just the magic wand, which just it shoots little magic missiles that track enemies, which is nice because you really don't have to think very hard. <laughs> um, it just kind of goes right at yeah. them and you just go neat. Um, and they then, get a lot. They get more complicated later in the game. Yeah, but, yeah. But they do a good job of hiding the complication um, until you're deep enough in the game that you that you actually want it. Yeah, as you get further into the characters, they, they start being able to kind of do different things. The other thing is when I realized how the items actually work, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, are, because Are we going to spoil evolution? Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. When you level items up all the way, some cool shit happens. That's probably <laughs> that's probably what I'll go with. But if you want to yeah. see some real wacky, wet, like it gets very over the top. Uh, I like, and it's I like very the Fourth enjoyable. of July one. Like Final Fantasy levels of over the top, or or less or more. It's oh, honestly, you're definitely doing like Gunkata crap. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, it's with, with the sheer number of enemies on the screen. Like when you start figuring out some of those like super weapons, uh, it's just. It's just the pure satisfaction of watching everything explode. <laughs> and you're just, well, all, all you're doing is walking around, but just everything is dying. And it feels <laughs> wonderful. Like you're just killing hundreds of enemies. And, and it's and glorious. I've made fun of the art, but I really have to compliment the music and sound design, right? Oh, it's like, really good. And the thing is, like, the art is exactly what it needs to be. It doesn't. It's very yeah. functional. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, and it's not like, I'm not playing it going like, man, this is ugly. It's just like, it's fine. Uh, it, it works for what it is. But yeah. um, but the, the yeah, music's really good. Especially because you're just walking around for like sometimes like 30 minutes. It's longer yeah. than that. The, because every time, be, you, yeah. every time you're in a menu, it pauses. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like you have to listen to this music for like really long periods of time while not much is really happening aside from just lots of enemies dying (laughs) and so you have that you have music that's like that that really nice balance of like engaging to listen to but not too like you're not really paying attention to it all the time yeah Yeah. you're absolutely right it does a really good job of ramping you into that mindset of like oh man things are getting crazy yeah Um, Uh, i also would like to point out that i had played you know probably 30 or 40 of these you know 45 minute stages before my wife pointed out man those songs are really repetitive i'm like what are you talking about they're constantly different she's like stop no if you actually listen to it it's just like it's a 30 it's like, second loop yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not i did not believe her yeah. okay so brett you kind of had some thoughts on like sure. we've explained a little bit of how it works uh why are we so, talking about this game like what's so vampire survivors shows a a core um, game design principle that I think is really important in all forms of media. And I love Vampire Survivors as a way uh, because it distills it so perfectly. Because like I said, there's nothing else except for this mechanic. And so I call it um, I call it uh, fractal engagement curve. So there, the in media, there's something called the engagement curve. So you've probably seen it as a three-act structure. So you want to start your story off with something exciting, something to draw them in, something to be like, oh, cool, that's what this world is. The hook. And then you want to bring the hook, exactly. Then you want to bring it down so that they don't get that as the baseline and then are bored by, you know, the, the rest of your story. And so, and then you want to kind of wiggle your way up, you know, with increasing engagement, decreasing, like, 
like more interesting stuff and then releasing the tension stuff like that however whatever form of engagement you're going for whether it's you know fun or uh terror or stuff like that um and then eventually you're going to bring it up to a climax which is your highest point and then you're going to want to cool off a little bit so that they can kind of enjoy that high for a little bit and then you want to end and so you kind of end up with this curve that starts with a big with a hump and then it goes down and then it goes all the way up to a peak and then it comes down again a little bit and so we're very familiar with that as a storytelling structure like this is how you want your two-hour experience to be Mm -hmm. but the cool thing is in game design especially you want everything to have that curve like you want you want your so whether it's bigger than the entire story or whether it's shorter so vampire survivors has this like oh my god i unlocked something that's so cool and then you kind of like okay it takes you a little while to unlock something else and then you eventually get to oh my god i unlocked this ridiculous character that i can't believe exists and like what is happening and you get to enjoy that for a little bit and then you're done with the game and that's that's a you know 100 hour engagement curve that still follows the same pattern yeah and then all the way down to the smallest level the whip is a perfect example you're like oh man or it's like the, the whip happens the first time and you're like oh i get it and then you're like every time the whip fires you're like oh crap uh it's getting pretty tense they're kind of building up i need this whip to go and then it happens and you're like yes i did it great and then you get all the blue gems and you're like and you get to go yeah i feel so great for having done this so well and that's a <laughs> one second version of the engagement curve right yeah the the whip i kind of hate the whip but the whip really turns the game into like it's a rhythm it's a weird like rhythm game because you you start to like memorize when it's gonna go and it goes it when it's level one anyway it goes the direction you're facing yeah and so you do things like you're running away from big groups of enemies but like at the moment you know the whip's gonna fire you you turn <laughs> yep. and try to hit them but then you go back the other way again because you probably didn't kill them all and yeah it's it's kind of an interest it's an interesting way i like the more brainless weapons but <laughs> uh, but the whip gets there eventually but um because as you the one thing we didn't really talk about like as you level up items they they gain functionality mm-hmm. um so like the whip when you level it to level two it attacks both directions yeah and now it's much more functional <laughs> like you you can use it while running away um and And, yeah and and this is another one of the longer term engagement curves is that i started going like this this weapon is completely useless why would i ever Mm -hmm. use this stupid whip and then like 30 hours later i'm like the whip is required it's the first thing i get every time (laughs) yeah well yeah and and so that that's one of the things so this is the thing i think is what works for me about this game is the discovery process is really Mm -hmm. interesting in that at the beginning you know literally nothing i didn't know that i didn't attack right like i I didn't know how the game worked at all it just kind of drops you in there's no tutorial or anything because it doesn't need to be the game is the tutorial and it's it drops you in and you just start attacking you're like okay well i guess i just attack automatically you've made your first discovery right enemies are moving towards you you hit one it drops an experience gem you're like it's a blue gem. You don't know what it is. You pick it up and a bar goes up and you know, your brain goes, well, that's, it says level one there and the bar moved closer to it. So that's probably experience. 
Yeah, I like levels. It, I play RPGs. Yeah, I like, I like <laughs> game levels. I like when the bar goes all the way up, and I it, mm-hmm. and it like it. It's very celebratory whenever you gain a level. You get like yeah. it's it's very it's very funny actually. Um, but then you get to pick an item, and you're like, oh, what's this item do? Well, now you know that you can have two different weapons at once, right? Yep. That are gonna well, both happen also, at the same time. And also does a good job. So you end up with a ton of choices, but they narrow mm-hmm. it down. You can only pick three per level. So you're like. You're just choosing. Yeah. You're you're doing a local optimization, which is fun. Rather yeah. Than... Um. And this this kind of keeps going, and that like you'll keep leveling, and you'll note that some things are weapons, but some things are like a passive item that that changes how the rest of your weapons work. It might uh, make it so that they fire slightly faster. It might make it so the projectiles move more quickly. Um, like the ones that increase the area. Yeah, ones that increase area. You can get them yeah. very silly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you go, okay, so, so some some items are weapons, some items aren't, and you have to discover what those are because you don't know what they do until you've used right. them. Well, and uh, they also do a really good job. So speaking of the game as a tutorial, they, they do a really good job of unlocking elements of the UI of the user interface as you get more experience with the game. So yeah. they don't even unlock the ability to read what weapons do outside of combat. Yeah, you have to unlock that as a yeah. as an ability. Yeah. <laughs> um and so you you have some time to kind of kind of explore on your own. But yeah, so you're leveling and then eventually you'll notice that an item you already have shows up as an option to pick. And you're like, okay, I can level it and it does something and you pick, say, the whip take it to level two and you're like, oh, it attacks both directions now. So leveling up items is going to change how they work. And so now right. you want to see, wait, what... How far can you take that, right? Yeah, what yeah. what differences in kind happen? What, what, you know, how does the experience differ when I get this all the way to the maximum level? Yeah, and this just keeps going. There's something we mentioned that we're, that we're not going to spoil about how weapons can interact later on as they level up. Um, other things you'll learn is that, like, the map, you know, I kind of joke that it's empty. The map is not as empty as you think. Uh, there are secrets to find on those maps, and eventually you'll get the ability to find those more easily. I'm extremely um, mad that there's there's so there's there's one one of the things is that you can find the path, the support items on the ground, and I assume that they obeyed the limit of what you can carry. Uh, they do not. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're limited in how many items you can hold. Uh, if you pick up the one, if you find a secret on the ground, you can just have it on top of your maximum. So yep. you can get a lot more powerful yep. than I thought you could. Yep. Although, man, those are long walks. The maps are freaking huge. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you have to walk for so long to get to things sometimes. But The um, game that you guys and, are describing sounds a lot like Hades, but without the attacking yourself part. Yeah. yeah, kind of in a way, yeah. And it's just a pure survival game. You're not pushing towards much unless you have certain objectives, and it just depends on what you're doing. Um, like honestly, if you're pure survival, it actually benefits you to not really move around much because while you're if you're trying to like get from point A to point B, it's harder to get XP along the way because mm-hmm. you have to turn around to go get it a lot of it because the enemies usually end up behind you if you're traveling. Right. Um, Fun mechanical fact: uh, if if the number of gems integer overflows, they'll they'll combine it into a red gem that has all the experience yes yeah by the way that's how many things are on the screen (laughs) uh you can like it makes it very silly um and there's like i mean like uh, i know brett and i had some interesting experience processes with things like there's weapons that's that genuinely seem very bad like the pentagram right yep and it actually makes it worse yeah yeah yeah, but and yeah the pentagram like makes you weaker it sounds Mm -hmm. strong I'm gonna say what the pentagram does it 
it just destroys everything on the screen at a set interval. It's a You're very like, it's a very long sound, interval. That sounds like, great. Well, that it kills all good. the enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it destroys everything on the screen. That includes experience gems. Um, the enemies it kills don't drop experience gems, which means you killed everything. You gained nothing from it. In fact, you kind of lost something because you needed that XP to keep up, right? But it gets more interesting as you level it up and it gets in the, 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 yeah. When, once you get it to a point, it gets very wild. Yeah. Um, so but anyway, every, every single weapon that I had ever said, this is terrible. This is useless. I will never use it has become part of my required set of weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and it, it's like the it's two just... weapons that don't do damage. Yeah. Fucking need them every time now. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So you, you sort of, spiral out this like knowledge base where all you're doing is walking around but there's so much to learn around that and what do the items do how do the items work together what kind of like special support items can you get access to uh, you start getting you know some of the special things that unlock more ui elements you start learning that there's things on the map that you didn't expect were there and then you start um, trying to like when you start secret hunting is when the, the game starts getting really crazy yeah um you're learning more and more about exactly how this game functions. And then after a while, like it goes kind of beyond understanding how these items, uh, like mechanically what they can turn into. And you start going, how do these combine? How do I break the game? Right. That's, that's when you start seeing the code a little bit where you're like, okay, I see what all, I kind of understand what all these items do now. How far can I break that? Right. And it's well, like one of the achievements is, uh, so at the end of 30 minutes, uh, a character shows up and instantly kill you, kills you. Yeah, and, you, the... and when the first time it happens, you're just like, oh, okay, that's the automatic death. That's yeah. that's not accurate. <laughs> yeah, one of the achievements is to kill that character. Yeah, and literally, I have been so so obscenely, the most, I, like, I've never, the most obscenely powerful runs I've ever had, like, just comical like i feel like an absolute god incarnate he kills me in a like a half second and <laughs> the game's like kill him it's like yeah, it's like survive what? for a minute while he's on the screen it's like are you kidding me <laughs> yeah. and, it's, and it's because you have to start there's a lot of items i haven't unlocked and there's a lot of yeah. combinations i haven't really played around with yet and so i'm not really to the point yet where i can really even make that happen so what you know the process the part of the process i'm at is that go through the achievement list and go what things can i do what's going to be the easiest next thing to achieve yeah i didn't mean to set out about this but it, i didn't set out to talk about this but it does a really good job of guiding you through the extremely strange parts of the games like all these secrets all these things you have to learn yeah i still don't know what the plant level is it still confuses me um uh, i don't know what the plant level is <laughs> yeah it's because it's nonsense it doesn't make any sense but yeah and there's like a ton of things i haven't unlocked but i know exactly what i need to do you just have to mm -hmm. kind of execute and there's a degree of rng you like see you can have uh six weapons and six passive items outside of some niche ways to get more um and you only like the game will only show you certain items <laughs> like you kind of seem to have a pool and you can kind of get through every item if you skip stuff enough but like you need to get things going early on and, and so 
you do eventually want like very specific combinations. Yeah. And so there's a degree of RNG where like there's some runs where you just were never going to get powerful enough to do the thing you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, it is, you know, kind of a roguelike in, in that respect. Um, it's, it's very like kind of loosely roguelike because the map doesn't really change. Like there's nothing aside from some minor things. Uh, yeah, and and like the it has the Hades style like spend coins get permanent buffs, but they are so minor in most cases. Yeah, they're pretty small. Um, Except for the are... duplicate item, get get that yeah. one fast. <laughs> yeah, uh, but some are like, and, and they get very expensive. Yeah. Um, and in fact, like there might be runs where you're like, the purpose of this run is to farm gold. Mm -hmm. right? Like you're like, I'm gonna try to get the items that are good at farming gold, and that's like kind of what I'm doing. Um. And there's some items that I still haven't figured out how to make them good. Looking at you, cat. Looking at you, cat. Yeah. <laughs> the kitty cat is the worst weapon. Until it isn't, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. It, it's a really fascinating little game. It is on Game Pass, if, if you check it out on, on mm. PC. I don't know that it's on Xbox. I, I it's imagine. gotta be, right? Yeah, I mean, it, there's literally no controls. It's gonna work just as well. <laughs> it's gonna, fe it's gonna a, feel really good with the joy with the joystick. Yeah, it, yeah, it would feel very good with the joystick. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, it's it's on Game Pass. It's something de to definitely check out. It's also I should note three dollars on Steam. <laughs> yeah, it uh, is early access. It is so... early access. And like I saw a preview trailer, it's gonna have real graphics. I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like for three dollars, like it's a very unique and really fascinating yes. experience. Uh, and like even if just at the if you don't want to get that deep into it, even at the very least, just playing a handful of rounds and getting to where you understand how to make everything on the screen die. Mm -hmm. with many projectiles and watch the blue bar go up over and over again that's pretty satisfying on its own it is. um there's a slight spoiler thing as well so X xp gems that you like walk away from that aren't on your screen anymore they're still there mm -hmm. and there's a, a, a pickup you can get that pulls every xp on the map to you and it's just so, an amazing sound it's, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> they all fly to you, and when you just have hundreds of these blue gems and you just level up like 14 times in like a <laughs> second, it's just, it's freaking glorious. Um, so yeah. I want to wrap up by talking about how we can recreate these engagement curves in other games, in tabletop games, in, in yeah. games that aren't roguelikes. So. For me, like this is a very good example of how to to think about kind of the minimum viable pro minimum viable mm -hmm. product concept, right? In that it's like the whole game kind of is a minimum product. Yeah, <laughs> this, like, it, like it just I'm, doesn't have any bells and whistles. It just is exactly what it is. And you go and you know what? They made a fun thing and went. We made the minimum of that fun thing, and it's fun. <laughs> and well done. I don't think they've confirmed this, but I'm pretty sure this is just like the prototype they were using to make sure that like their mechanics worked and they they gave it to their playtesters and their playtesters like why do you need to add more and they just, yeah they no just... it has that feel for sure like it has yeah. the feel of a test setting for a totally different game mm -hmm. that they were just like this actually works fine on its own and we don't know why we need to do anything else yeah um so and, and just expand so this is on one that, of right i guess so uh, controversial take 
this is one of the very few cases where I think early access is a good idea. Oh, yeah, it could be. And so, so I think like, honestly, to me, this, this is the takeaway for me from this is just that like, this is such a example of like following the fun, right. Mm -hmm. In that you, you figure out your mechanics. And the thing is, is that a, a really truly good game, like honestly, is pretty fun stripped down to a very core level right well and, and i think i think that's underestimated yeah, i think people I agree. don't think enough about the second by second interaction and those mechanics being good like they get lost in the i want to create a giant world so i actually yeah. have a really interesting example of this mm -hmm. um one of the things that i did with a friend of mine when i was in high school <clears throat> we played a lot of call of duty Mm -hmm. And we we're like, what is the actual like game loop of this thing? <laughs> and so what we eventually discovered was that you got pretty close to the same amount of satisfaction of it. If you were both trying to shoot, like if you just had like a white screen with a dot on it, and if you could mouse to the dot and click faster than the other person could mouse to the dot and click, it was pretty close to the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like we spent hours just doing that because it's frustrating because like basically it was that plus a scoreboard like those are the two mm -hmm. things that you needed it was like mouse to dot click and then score goes up. It's like an accuracy test. Yeah, pretty much. But like a contested one like that's mm -hmm. that's the only like a first person shooter game is a contested yeah. accuracy test in a lot of ways. Yeah, And yeah. then and well and they also have like the gun feels right because it has yes that's an, that's another thing for sure. Yeah. 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 And then, so I think, I think what we're kind of talking about here is that there's, there's two parts to making the best game. One part is having an understanding of the core mechanics and making those engaging, fun, well-designed and making those feel good. And the other is to polish it to such a shine that nothing takes you out of that experience. Mm. Yeah. And Vampire Survivors is very much the first part of that at the moment. <laughs> and and they'll polish over time but right. i think the actual like core base of the game is just in in such a nice place and it's exactly what it needs to be and kind of it's one of those things where adding anything to it is probably going to take away more than anything <laughs> um you know you you can't, well yeah because you, you can't I, render that many things on screen if they're going to be more than pixel art it's true yeah no this, this game would make you chug um <laughs> But also, like, I mean, you look at something like this and you go like, okay, oh, what what a nice basis for a game. Now, how do we expand it into a real game? And it's like, that would that seems like it would ruin it, mm -hmm. to be honest. And um, it, it in just... exactly the same way, I think it's really interesting to compare this to some of my favorite games when I was a kid, which are like text-based JRPGs. And it's like, it's it's so cool to see the same amount of joy being being delivered by clever design in such tiny things rather than having to say oh it's you know 30 hours until the fun part and like you're so invested you don't care if it's if it's not second to second fun hmm. yeah yeah definitely um, and and i think it's really important to think about this in tabletop games too like like i, I think uh, I, I love so Clank is a great example. Clank's a board game where um, you 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 know you're pulling 
um, squares out of a bag to see if the dragon attacks you. And the, the core conceit is that, you know, you're fantasy adventurers. And so you're trying to sneak in past the dragon. And if your armor clinks on the wall, you make noise and you alert it. And so you're in danger. One of the, one of the best ways I like the easiest way to improve that game is we got a little metal bowl. And now when you, when you add clank to the pool, you don't just put it in a pile on the board. You throw it in this metal thing and it actually makes a clanking noise. (laughs) That, that little addition really brings the game all together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if, if this is, if this is something you have tried, I'd be very curious to hear other people's opinions about it because it literally was just Brett going, Hey, you should play this game. And I played this game for a bit and me and Brett talked about it. Like I genuinely don't really know anybody else aside from like some steam reviews. I don't really know anybody's opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's a pretty like unknown little random indie game in early yeah. access that showed up on game pass. Well, um, and, 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 and I have to be someone told- like me. You have to, yeah, exactly. You have to be someone like me in order to play. You have to not care about the visuals. You have to yeah. not go. No, this I looks had, like an amateur project. <laughs> I had clicked on it on Game Pass multiple times, and I was like, mm, mm. and kind of moved on. And yeah. and so you suggested you're like play it. And I was like, all right, it's on Game Pass. Why not? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, like, so bad. Well, yeah, and I usually have a. I generally have a policy of I don't play early access games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know it was early access until I looked at Steam. Like, <laughs> like literally, like like ten yeah. minutes ago. Because <laughs> I had only ever played it on Game Pass, so yeah. I didn't know. Well, it says um, game preview on. Oh, Game-Pass. does it? I don't even. Yeah. Look. <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah, check it out. Oh, and if you haven't played it, like, try it out and let us know what you think because it's yeah. it's really fascinating. We didn't even talk about treasures. Treasures are a perfect example of like we're doing the engagement curve. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they force you through that cutscene. The music changes. Well, oh god flashes. when yeah i'm gonna know when you get wait so when you yeah there's like boss enemies and they, they it's just an enemy with more health <laughs> it's really nothing more complicated there um but uh when you kill them they drop a treasure chest and if you go grab it you like you can get between like one and five items out of it and when you get five the the audio and visual is so over the top it's so ridiculous like how hyped the game is that you just got five items out of a treasure chest like the game is losing its mind and you're like right there with it <laughs> it's, it's very funny um like the first time i did it i was like this is just this is just going isn't it this, this is extremely hyped um yeah it is it's fireworks and fanfare and music and all kinds of stuff and you're just like oh damn i feel very special is it as hyped um, as the kitty cat chefs in monster hunter world are about cooking your food it oh, much feels that hyped. way. It's yeah. It's but it is similar to that. I I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, the the just the ridiculousness of the cats. Well, and mm-hmm. especially because there is a particular trigger in which instead of like fireworks sparkles, you get kitty cats falling from the sky. Now the problem <laughs> is, is what triggers that sucks, but you know <laughs> it's still fun. <laughs> um, it makes us so I'm excited about it, even though I got a bad weapon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah uh yeah it's a cool game uh it and if it like at the very least it's just a neat way to trigger dopamine repeatedly because it's mm-hmm. just it is a very yeah. baseline design to do that but it has a little more depth to it that gets really interesting yeah and I, I, yeah we we have to talk about the flow state uh, where you know you're kind of like in the game not thinking anything else but i think it should be another that to be a topic for another time but it's a great example of that too yeah yep for sure. So yeah, check it out. 
gives common if you try it out. Literally, like it's the easiest game to just like try out for a little bit and then it's like it sucked into. But yeah, like, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> it's so MCP. It's it's only three dollars to get into. I've played for a hundred hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the Steam reviews is says more dopamine release than any loot box, and the only microtransaction is the game's full price, and that's fairly <laughs> accurate, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. I like this review. Bullet hell games have been bothering me for too long. Vampire Survivors has finally given me peace of mind. Bullet hell is me now. I am bullet. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about right. <laughs> um, yeah, when was the last time you saw a $3 game with overwhelmingly positive Steam reviews? Like, just saying. In early access, no less. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go check it out. Uh, and, yeah. Unless everybody else yeah, says that. And- it's one of those games that's like it's so inspiring as a as a newbie designer it's like you know what it is possible to to just get it right you don't need a triple a studio behind you you can have just a bunch of friends and like the the skills to make it happen yeah a couple friends with some real shitty sprites (laughs) (laughs) hey hey an artist worked hard in those shitty sprites i love those shitty sprites (laughs) <laughs> they are they are some straight up SNES like it's, it doesn't like bother me but it is just very funny like it's when you're playing it you're just funny. like boy these are these these are very funny uh yeah little flowers little werewolves and stuff <laughs> anyway <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit everybody uh big thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon because you are all absolutely wonderful we're gonna be doing the patreon uh voted pick next week mm-hmm. uh, when Chandler when chandler's live because he's yeah we were gonna do it this week but i <laughs> yeah i needed to have any brain power and i just don't um <laughs> so i went with talking about the game where you walk around and don't do anything instead Perfect. um yeah uh yeah so uh if you want to get uh access to the ability to vote on the topics that we talk about as well as any number of other things one thing we're we're doing that's we're super excited about is our uh, D&D one-shot games have been happening, and we've got uh, one person on the Patreon who went ahead and joined it at, well, at A tier that, that uh, <laughs> has them coming and playing and uh, in those one-shots, which is really exciting. Um, and if you want to check those out, those are popping up on YouTube, on the line of sight YouTube. Uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. It's not anymore. Oh, did we change it? I did change it. Patreon.com slash line of sight wargaming. I've been gone. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, um, that's fair. Go there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, do that. Uh, you can go check out what's going on on there. You can also get a fancy colored name in our Discord. You can find a link to our Discord in our show notes, which are on our website, blindsidewargaming.com. I've been saying these same spiels for so long that changing the names of things is just its just real heck and not Yeah, it's, it's real bad, isn't it? I messed up on the uh, Marvel one earlier today. It's problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can check out our Discord. There's a ton of conversation going on in there all the time with lots of wonderful, like-minded uh, war gamers and gamers in general. Uh, and uh, you can go to our Facebook, which is just Line of Sight. See all the stuff we got posted on there? That's all I'm going to put the effort into remembering right now because my brain's done Fair enough. doesn't know what time it is anymore <laughs> uh thanks for hanging out with us everybody we'll see y'all next time Bye.